coming up on BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. Senior night was out of sight as the Cougars ganged up on Gonzaga in a sold-out Marriott Center. Julie on the arc left side. Gives to Haas with a 10-second shot clock into a three. Top of the key. He got it! T.J. Haas! Connor will drive it. Stop in the post. Hand off to Yo! And the two-hand hammer! The Cougs are going to win it! It is indeed over! And here come the fans! They're storming the floor at the Marriott Center! Senior night is a night to remember for the BYU Cougars. Your final score, 91 to 78. The Cougs have won it. Listen, this is a brand new custom suit. So let's This is BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, presented by Siegfried and Jensen. And now, your host, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right. Well, we, we filled the Marriott Center on Saturday night. We filled Studio C for the Pope Show. For the second to last time this season already, if you can believe it, welcome inside Studio C at the BYU Broadcasting Building in Provo, Utah, for another weekly edition of BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. Your every week look inside the Cougar Hoops program, a program that this week ranks 17th and 18th in the nation's two major college basketball polls. Great stuff. Coming up on tonight's broadcast, we look back at yet another winning weekend as the Cougars' win streak reaches eight straight games. We go inside the film room and get an in-depth deep blue, both with Yoli Childs. This week's episode of Inside BYU Hoops looks at the Nixons, Dad Kevin and son Dalton. We'll preview this weekend's matchup in Malibu. We'll go inside the numbers. Visit in-studio with Alex Barcelo and ask the weekly question, what happened? We've got a fun show in store, so let's wait no more. Please welcome in the head coach of your BYU Cougars, Mark Pope. totally stressing out Greg and Jaron because I already talk too much as it is and now we have time for applause and it's just (laughs) we gotta go (laughs) we can let this breathe (laughs) oh man what about this crowd it's unbelievable thank you guys for being here Uh, thank you for being here and I hope you guys it was everybody in the Marriott Center Saturday night we're really blessed Uh, there are so many factors that go into being able to have that night that are beyond our control like how great that we had the Zags on senior night and how great that both of us were ranked and how great that our guys showed up and, and put on an unbelievable show. And it was just really special. I'm glad all of us got to witness it because it's one of the things that makes sports really special. And uh, I chatted with a few of these folks uh, before the show, and, uh, and I, I think they're going to remember uh, what happened Saturday night for a long, long time. And, you're, and I, I've heard you on a couple of interviews this week say that very thing. Uh, you want to play a lot more basketball this year, but no matter what happens, these guys will always have that. Yeah, it's, it's senior night. I mean, it's senior night, so you always remember your senior night. It's just their senior night was like turbocharged, you know, <laughs> uh, this great experience. And so much of it was because of everybody here, right? Uh, when, you get a, when you get a chance as an athlete to go compete in an environment like that, first of all, I say that like athletes get to do that. They don't. Nobody gets to compete in an environment like you guys provided 
Saturday night. I mean, you just don't. That's rarefied air for an athlete to be able to do that and for our guys to be able to perform was so awesome. It just So I don't know if you guys had the same experience as me, waking up Sunday morning thinking, just being so sad that it was our last home game. We don't get to do it again this, senior, <laughs> this, this year, right? And so, um, you know, the guys uh, certainly have so much work ahead of them, and as special as that night was, it's, it hasn't been uh, even on their goal sheet, right, of things they want to accomplish. But what an unbelievable gift for all of us to be able to share that together. And to be moving up in the top 25 as well and, and, and be in that spot as well, it speaks well for the program and what these guys have does set out to like do. Does it feel like we're far apart? It does feel that way. Like I also feel like we need to be a little we, closer. We get a little bored. I don't know. Greg can play sometimes. Sometimes I come straight for practice. I don't smell very good. No, it just... Is. <laughs> this feels a little better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's take a look back at last week. It began with an 85-75 win against Santa Clara, setting up a showdown with number two Gonzaga on Saturday night. Let's see how it all went down at the Marriott Center. And uh, TJ doing TJ things. Keep your dribble alive. We talk about it every day, and TJ's as good as anybody at it. And then his defensive effort in the first half was extraordinary. I think he had seven straight possessions, including the two charges, where he had an impact defensively. It was really special. Gavin Baxter has now scored as a Cougar this season. We were so happy for him <laughs> to get his first bucket. And uh, he's, he, he, he was a difference maker in this game. And... He certainly will be down the stretch. I heard you talking about uh, uh, Jake Toulson. A nice pass to Yo, by the way, for that nice touch play. Uh, about how Jake decided he wouldn't shoot inside or out, uh, inside 27 he feet. Yeah. He did it. He did it. And he made every shot. He's just like, I'm going to just stay out here and bang all these. And this Zach Selyus. I mean, how can you not be a diehard Zach Selyus fan? It's impossible. He is Americana, like personified <laughs> on the basketball court. The faux mullet mustache there's a, there's going. Another, that's yeah. like a 30-footer. It's Jake Toulson. He's got to be the best shooter in America. It's just incredible. This guy's not too bad, though. Yep, yep. Second half, BYU's up eight at the break, and more of Jake Toulson from deep and deeper all night long. Look at that. I mean, that's a, <laughs> that's in the double R on the Marriott <laughs> sign. I mean, that's insane. Jake was so happy, guys, because he got cut up the very first 30 seconds, and so he got to... He got to wear the, the bandage all night long. It looks so tough. He saw Big Cole uh, banging a three. And then what a great sequence yeah. with Zach on the floor yanking the ball away and starting this down floor. And, and it ends, uh, well, with another one of those. Yeah, it just, just, just spectacular. It takes, all, you know, it's, it takes this whole crew to do it. That's a big-time pass by Kobe Lee at a really important moment. They'd close it to two. And we go to a horns action high-low, and Kobe makes a big-time pass, and, and Yo finishes it. And again, two-point game. It's now three, and then Zach had some huge shots at a really Zach tight time. Zach in the post. Yeah, posting Let's up. Go. <laughs> A.B. made one field goal, yep. and that was a big one. He was unbelievable defensively all night long, and then that was really, really a separating dagger when he banged that three. And speaking of separating daggers, we've seen T.J. from the top of the key, and then Yoli heading into a timeout, and you start to feel it at this point, and then we really start to feel it on this play. Connor to Yo, and at this point, it's over, Coach. <laughs> uh, what a great last bucket for your incredible season. I mean, this Yoli child is really, really special. Time runs out, and then uh, duck and cover, because here they come. So I forget what it's like to be young because I literally had this conversation with my ops guy uh, earlier in the day and I'm like, these guys have been camping out for 48 straight hours and then they had to stand in line all day long uh, and I'm like, man, we got to figure out a better system because they're going to be exhausted. They're going to fall asleep during the game. They did not fall asleep during the game. 
The Rock was on fire. It was incredible. They were wide awake and ready to run at the end of that one. And, you know, there have been some, some magical nights inside the Marriott Center over the years, but Saturday's was one of, if not the most memorable, in the nearly 50-year history of this venue. And um, even in the still shots that we're showing you right now, you can feel the vibe. Well, and listen, David Amadova and his whole incredible team, what they do to prepare this venue for a night like this is just beyond extraordinary. And they, they add so much to the magic. And there goes my suit. You said it was a new custom suit, but you didn't care. Let's... I've been saving it. You know what I'm saying? I've been saving it for about a month. I'm like, all right, we're going to break this out for the Zags game. And sure enough, it had about a two-hour life, and then it was done. <laughs> so actually, it was, a, it was a long story, but it was great. It was well worth it. Well worth it. Does anything compare to those, uh, those, those moments you get with the guys in the locker room when you come in and it's just raw? Uh, it is. Um, it's, 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 well, there, that night there were so many moments, right? And it just is a way for us to kind of, you know, we, we had this incredible opportunity to celebrate with everybody else for about 15 minutes after the game, right? And then we finally get back in the locker room and just get to unleash it uh, in a little bit more of an intimate, private moment. And it is just so special. And the reason it's special is this, is because these guys – every single day have mortgaged their entire life over the last four years to kind of pursue becoming really good at what they do. And um, the sacrifices they make individually, you, you get to that moment at the end of the game where you celebrate that moment together, and you can't help but remember the times that player A, B, or C rolled in the office devastated because they thought things weren't going to work, and they thought their opportunities weren't going to show up, and they had doubts about their own abilities, and they had to fight that every day. And then there's this, this, uh, this moment of realization that you have after you win a game like that where you're like, I can't believe it, but it actually happened. We actually did it. It's, it's, it's one of the great things in life. It's so special. It got us all thinking that night, of course, that, that one of your first official Marriott Center meetings with The Rock came back at Midnight Madness in late October. And, and you had a talk with The Rock about how to properly storm a court. And you love using the phrase uh, deliberate practice. And, right. and it really paid off on Saturday night. Let's uh, just take a look. Yeah, please. pretty well it doesn't always work like that but um (laughs) you know it's interesting because uh you talk about the work these guys put in so during midnight madness we're i don't know what we were in four weeks into two a days two days are miserable uh (laughs) you know the guys are in the gym alex barcelo who's coming on tonight he was in the gym at 4 30 every morning for his first practice he'd come in an hour and a half early and get up a boatload of shots and we practice from 6 to 7 45 and then the guys race off to class all day and then we come back and have the second practice and you feel like you're you're going to practice you're trying to eat something maybe shower if you're lucky go to class you know go back to practice get some dinner and go to bed and it just doesn't stop and so in that isolation in that time of where you're in the bunker just training so hard uh, it was really special for our guys to come to Midnight Madness and just for a moment 
take their heads up out of this out of the bunker of work and just see that that this rock the, these students here and people here care and and just to have them be able to feel that moment it helped us get through the next two weeks of two a days uh, much like um, Everybody here helped us so much to kind of continue fighting through that game last night and then celebrate together. It's a real thing. Like, energy's real, and we monitor all the time. And, and uh, super fun that, that we got to practice that. And then on the last home game of the season, we got to celebrate in such an extraordinary fashion. It's pretty great. It's pretty pretty storybook. One of the great moments from Saturday night that maybe not everyone saw um, was something your wife was involved in. And uh, it's, it's called the Dunk on Cancer. And, and the beneficiary is the Simmons Center for Cancer Research. And, and thanks to the great work uh, of Leanne and so many great donors and sponsors, uh, a lot of money was raised. And it ended up being almost $15,000 per dunk yep. for BYU this year. And uh, that was the check then. And, and we've got it here with us here tonight. It's, it's really extraordinary, and, and uh, there was, in fact, we have a bunch of people from the Simmons Center here tonight, uh, and, and um, them coupled with the unbelievable uh, forcefulness of Leanne and actually getting some stuff done, so every single dunk uh, um, during the, the conference season was essentially $15,000 to the Cancer Center, uh, to the Simmons Cancer Center, which is um, really uh, BYU's giant swing at um, attacking this disease, and and uh, and it all the money goes to students' research. There are uh, opportunities to go learn and and do research, and so it's a huge deal. Uh, it's one of the great things that has happened through the course of the season, and we like to thank everybody from the Simmons Center, especially Leanne, for all the work she did, and and most especially the unbelievable, unbelievably generous donors that have jumped in here because this makes a difference. All right, thanks. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Among the many things that uh, beating Gonzaga meant was uh, staying right behind the Zags in the WCC standings. BYU pacing uh, for the two-seed in Vegas at the conference tournament. Let's take a look now at the uh, WCC standings with BYU uh, just a little bit uh, behind Gonzaga. And uh, the Cougars uh, do what they need to do to be in as best, as good a spot as you can be uh, in Las Vegas, Coach. Uh, yeah, we're, we're fighting. These guys are fighting. We have a, a huge game Saturday and a, a chance to have the best record we've ever had in a WCC regular season. Uh, if we can, if we can win this last game, and it's, it's on the road against a really good opponent, and it'll put us in a great position uh, as we enter the WCC tournament, and, and uh, we're excited about it. So. The work continues, and it just gets bigger and bigger and more pressure-filled. That tournament's only now uh, nine days away, and here's how the bracket would appear uh, based on today's standings. And again, at the far right there, you're going to see the one and the two, and the two means this year like it was last year that uh, you play your first game on semifinal night Monday night in the Final Four. Yep, um, it's, a, it's a huge advantage, uh, you know, to get a, a whole week's work in and, and be able to watch the other teams function and battle it out and kind of put together a scout and um, so we, we still have some work to do we, you know, like I said this game Saturday is huge but our guys have risen to the occasion every, every night and I expect them to be really focused and do the same. Uh, two and a half weeks now from Selection Sunday and another thing Saturday's win over the Zags does is uh, well, all but uh, lock you into the field of 68. Those who follow this thing say that you're in at this point. Um, no let up of course but uh, the resume looks pretty good and even better after beating Gonzaga and these, these two win weekends now four straight weeks right of, of two wins an eight game streak uh, this is the right time to show uh, your tournament credentials, which is what you've been doing. 
Yeah, can you believe what these young men have done? I mean, they, they've gone from uh, being kind of not even on the radar to consistently now being in the top 20 in the net to now 14. And it's just, it is a, it is, it is, it is a result of their willingness to do this together and put aside their personal agendas and come work every day. It's so fun. I mean, are we not having so much fun <laughs> watching these guys go to work every day and compete and sacrifice for each other? You know, I, I, we've talked about this, but I hope that everybody's been doing the same thing as I have. I wake up every morning. I can't wait, wait, wait to read Joe Lenardi and look at the brackets and see the seedings. And, and uh, it's something that all of us get to share together. And, and uh, hopefully we have a long way to go in this journey. Hopefully it's going to keep going for a while. Are we all in the same boat on that about tournament time? Okay. Well, it is, uh, it is that time on the show when we uh, take a closer look at some of the best of BYU basketball over recent games, assisted by our own Jerem Jordan. And this week, Yoli Childs taking us inside the film room. All right, Yoli, what a night. Obviously, the win, the emotion, the crowd and everything, but it, it starts with senior night. How were you able to compose yourself and have that moment and then play that game? It was harder than I thought it would be, honestly. Um, just the love I felt out there in the Marriott Center was, was unbelievable. And uh, it was kind of annoying. I said this earlier, but cause I, was, I was about to tear up before the game. And I'm like, this crowd's too good. You guys need to relax. <laughs> I need to focus and lock in. But uh, it, was, it was an awesome environment. And, uh, I mean, there's not a better way to go out. And I'm just so grateful for every moment I spent on that court. So what was it like for you to... Not only have this great season, but have that moment where the crowd acknowledged thank you as well. Being in a position where I thought I was leaving really put in perspective how special this place is for me. So um, I think that experience has allowed me to uh, not take it for granted and to appreciate every moment I've had out there on the court all year and, and appreciate this fan base and, and really fall in love with Cougar Nation. Okay, we get into the game now. The three-pointer uh, that you make here. This is a nice step back, and this is every bucket in this game matters, right? But yeah. uh, walk me through this one. You can see we're turning down pretty good shots, and uh, we have a lot of guys that can that can score and, and play one on one. But we save that to the end here, and I don't know why I did that. I never do step backs. So <laughs> I, I don't even shoot those in practice. But I don't know. It just felt right. Okay, second half. Feels like it's getting to the end here, but it's not over, right? And you get this block right before the under-four timeout, and that is the best thing that could have happened going into that break. I'm fully trusting that someone's going to smash down, and TJ does. So uh, I'm going to make the play on the ball, and TJ's coming down to smash down on my guy, and uh, I think it's just a good play to symbolize the trust that we had all night. Okay, you make that block, and momentum stays. Then later, it feels like it's almost over, but it's not quite over, right? And Connor Harding finds you for a dunk that ends up being your last shot in the Marriott Center. Pretty special. Crazy. So this play uh, is actually supposed to be a snap back to TJ and then a post up, but Connor just makes an unbelievable read here. And uh, that's something that's so cool about this team is even though it's a setup play, we can break it off at any time and be basketball players. So Connor has the guy on his hip, sees they're expecting the snap back, and uh, makes an unbelievable pass. Then the final seconds happen, and the court storming. We knew this was going to happen, but what was it like on the court for you? The movie. It's it's surreal. Like, are you kidding me? Senior night, you're ranked, playing the number two team, a court storm for your last time ever playing in, in the best arena in the country. It was, it was surreal, and 
Uh, for the first little while, I was just amazed. And uh, then after about a minute, I was just trying not to die. <laughs> I was, was about five feet away from yeah. him. And I was like, please, don't hurt these guys yeah, I'm on just, accident. I'm just bumping all over the place. I'm like, <laughs> this is crazy. So uh, truly a surreal experience. And uh, it's going to be really fun to, to re-watch that as I get older. And uh, hopefully it's something I can show my kids someday when, when they commit to BYU. So it'll be a good time. Well, good luck at Pepperdine, and then we'll see you in Vegas for the West Coast Conference Tournament. And on behalf of everybody, thanks for coming back, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, that is Yoli. Yeah, that was great. Uh, He talked about going back and watching it, and I got to see it from courtside uh, Saturday night. You lived it, and yet... When I got home, I just wanted to see how it looked. I went ahead and popped in. The, you know, I got the DVR wired up and, and uh, just went ahead and watched how it all went down. It was awesome. So I can't tell you, and I, actually I want to test this group because I'm really curious about this. I have had so many people, like so many people from all over the country talk about watching the game, staying up, and then watching it again, whether it was at the game or their home. <laughs> Who did that in here? <laughs> I'm telling you, and you know what? So I, I've, I've spent a whole year trying to describe this fan base and how, how unbelievable it is. That doesn't happen anywhere else in America. Nowhere else in America do people care that much that they actually stay to the game until midnight, and then they go home and they're so hyped that they watch the game from 1 until 3, and then everybody gets up and goes to church, church. in the morning. <laughs> That is how Cougar Nation rolls it's right there. All right, when we come back, we'll go inside BYU hoops with the Nixons and preview the Cougars game at Pepperdine. This is BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. BYU Basketball with Mark Pope is brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 25 years. The BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. And by Intermountain Healthcare, healing for life. Here's this week's broadcast schedule. BYU on the road against Pepperdine, Saturday, 6 Eastern, 4 Mountain, 3 Pacific from Firestone Fieldhouse. See it on CBS Sports Network and hear it on BYU Radio. Well, this season's BYU roster features not one but two players whose dads have a place in Cougar Hoops lore. T.J. Haw's father, Marty, listed among some of the BYU all-time great guards, while Dalton Nixon's dad, Kevin, went to the NCAA tournament in both of his seasons as a Cougar and will forever be known for hitting one of the most legendary game winners in BYU basketball history. Here now, we go inside BYU Hoops by flashing back and bringing it forward with the Nixons. So when did you realize that I had a shot to play here at BYU? Having coached you since you were little, I had my serious doubts when you were younger. <laughs> Just because, like, you know, you had big feet, and I didn't know if you were ever going to grow into them. Well, I remember distinctly walking in the back tunnel heading towards the elevator, and you told me specifically, Dad, I'm going to play here one day. And uh, as an eight- or nine-year-old, it, it made me excited because I could. that was kind of the first time that I could see that this is where you wanted to be. So, so what? Here you are. As you look back as a senior, what what are some of the, the highlights? What are some of the great things that you remember about BYU? Honestly, so, like, some of the biggest things that stand out to me is just like 
the relationships that I've had with like teammates. And I feel like that's kind of the same for you. Like you still talk to your guys on the team and I look up to that and I'm excited to think like down the road, like when I have kids, you know, the, the relationships I've developed with like my teammates here, like it's like a brotherhood, you know, it's the friends. My freshman year when we made it to the NCAA tournament, like that was one of the coolest things. Some of the other things that, you know, I think about, you know, with your career and with my career that kind of have gone maybe the same way a little bit is uh, we both had a chance to play in the Maui Invitational. Having you there, seeing the, the poster of your, your game winner against Oklahoma. Sanderson lets it fly, just short. Two seconds left, drops in, and BYU has won this. Being a senior, going back to Maui, like knowing what it's all about and having the success we did, that was honestly like one of the highlights of this year so far. You were a senior once, getting ready for the back half of conference, getting ready for, you know, the conference tournament. What advice would you give me? Wow, that's a that's a good one. I guess the the number one thing is don't take don't take anything for granted, you know, uh, because there's going to be a time where you give anything to go back and do it. Just focus on being with your team, being with your coaches, and accomplishing the goal that you set to do. I'm so excited to finish the season out strong, finish my career out strong, and I'm glad that I have you here you know, by my side the whole way. And it feels like every time that we have a game, whether it's home or on the road, you know, we're always talking about it. You're always tying in something that, that you've experienced with what we're going through right now. For which sure. Is, which is something that I've just absolutely loved. For sure. I'd like to think I can help you. I'm probably not helping you much. <laughs> no, you are. Um, the, little, the little pieces of advice that I give you, you know, um, I appreciate you taking it for what it's worth. But um, I just know that, it's uh, whatever, whatever effort, whatever work you put in, it will be worth it. My plan <laughs> is to go to the NCAA tournament, let's so, go. so let's go. I got asked though, conference tournament's coming up. Okay. And uh, I've seen your shot time after time after time. I could quote the whole, the whole broadcast. Uh, what was that like? Just, just crazy, just absolutely crazy. You, it's a thing that you dream about. It was just a lot of fun and, and under the circumstances really made it even that more special to, to win the conference tournament, to get the automatic bid. So I'm holding out hope. Yeah. I'm holding out <laughs> hope. Can you can you picture it? Absolutely. 2.4 seconds. Yeah. That'd be a <laughs> good storyline. You think coach That's, is going to trust you to take the half-court sure shot? So. I've been practicing my half-court shots. Actually. Have you really? Yeah. I have, ah. and I actually. Well, I haven't taken. I haven't taken that half court shot for probably ten years. So you probably. You, there's no chance that you can make it then. For sure, I'm beating you if we do it. Should we give it a shot? Let's do it. All right, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. So it's gonna be about right here. All right. Hang on. Yeah, right there. All right, you go first. You go first. Okay. I get a run at it, right? Sure. Go for it. All right, here we go. First try. Take one. Yeah, that's off. Oh, I got it. First try. Are you kidding me? First try. Are you kidding First me? First try. <laughs> I don't even go shoot another one. Nope. <laughs> no kidding. First try. No lie. Oh wow. Wow. Now that was <laughs> that was uh, like no camera trickery, no CGI. That was one shot, one take. He bangs it. Now we will say this: when they were breaking it down and cleaning up the camera, Kevin took one more shot. 
and he made it. Well, you know, you know what's beautiful about this whole thing is that as much as they try and project this thing, Kevin was devastated that he lost to Dalton. <laughs> he, you could see his face. He was like, I can't believe this. I mean, uh, they're just such extraordinary human beings. And, of course, Dalton's been so incredible to this team. And we just got to get him back. Got to yep. get him back fast. So, so it, it, was, uh, it was almost two weeks ago that he got hurt. And, and we hope we get him back right for the NCAA tournament. That is the hope. Well, uh, senior night, which we just had, means uh, no more home games. It also means that uh, BYU has to, well, uh, hit the road to close out the regular season. And BYU will be playing at Pepperdine on Saturday. Let's uh, take a look at the Pepperdine preview brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare. And interestingly, Coach, they were win number one in your eight-game win streak. Yep. Uh, they're a really talented team. They're an incredibly explosive offensive team. Uh, one through five really, really shoots us from the three-point line, so they spread the floor in a really difficult way. This Kobe Ross is one of the best players in the league and certainly one of the top point guards. And, and uh, the, you know, Cameron and Kessler are uh, really, really dangerous because at the four and the five, they're, they're undersized but really athletic and physical, and they really shoot it. So it's a, it's a big-time challenge for us, and it's the next challenge in front of us. And, you know, we got to find a way to get, get ourselves back focused uh, and, and come attack it on Saturday and, and see if we can compete and come away with a win. Saturday matinee in Malibu. As we head to break, did you know that you can have your groceries waiting to be picked up or better yet dropped off at your front door? It's all done online at smithsfoodanddrug.com or on their app on your phone. Download the Smiths app and save time. Shop online. After the break, we'll go inside the numbers and bring you a brand new Deep Blue featuring super senior Yoli Child. This is BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. BYU Basketball with Mark Pope is brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Welcome back to BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, presented by Siegfried and Jensen. Taking a look at our Cougars in the pros, Eric Mika wearing the red, white, and blue, helping Team USA beat uh, Puerto Rico 95-73 over the weekend in a FIBA tournament. Brandon Davies and Jimmer Fredette actually faced each other on Friday, and uh, Brandon's team Barcelona beat Jimmer's team Panathinaikos 92-81. You see their numbers there, and happy birthday today to Jimmer Fredette. He's 31 years old. Let's go inside the numbers now, presented by Mountain America Credit Union, and we are streaking. It is eight in a row for BYU. Eight straight wins, longest regular season conference win streak since the days of the Mountain West. Twelve years ago, Coach, you're on a good roll at the right time. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it is, you know, we talk about all the time, the senior leadership on this team has kept this group really focused and taking nothing for granted. And um, we just got to make it nine. Let's make it nine. We got to find a way to make it, make it nine. So please, all of you come down to Malibu. The beaches <laughs> are great. Okay, and let's try and get a win down there. By the way, are you all in on a perfect February, an 8-0 February? It'd be, it'd be really special. Never, it's never happened yeah, before, be really by special. the way, 8 no February. All right, uh, when last season ended, uh, many BYU fans presumed that uh, Yoli Child's BYU career had also come to a close. But after a brief exploration of professional possibilities, Yoli decided to play his senior season for a new head coach. And what BYU did last Saturday against Gonzaga happened in large part because, as Mark Pope put it postgame, Yoli came back. Here now, a deep blue look at the path to Provo and beyond for Yoli Child's. Okay, go for it. Yoli, take 47. <laughs> you know how they always do that? Yeah. yeah. That was pretty good. Nice steal by Childs. How about that fire? 
five-point surge. Childs for three. Got it. Yoli for three. Got another one. And BYU's back in the lead. I did have hard times growing up where uh, we moved around a lot, you know. I didn't necessarily know where we were going to move next, where we were going to live. I remember times where we'd be having dinner and uh, I'd notice my mom wouldn't be eating anything. And I'd be like, you hungry? Are you going to eat? And it was always, no, I'm, I'm not hungry right now. I'm not hungry tonight. And looking back, it's because, you know, there's times where we could afford food for me and my brother. And my mom wanted to take care of us first. She is an extraordinary woman that has taught him strength and compassion and loyalty, uh, all these extraordinary qualities he has. Being a single parent, there's a lot on your plate. There was a time we were at the elementary school and we were playing basketball, and I was just feeling really overwhelmed with everything that I had on my plate to the point I just didn't want to play anymore. And I went over and sat down against the, the brick wall. I think I just broke down and just, you know, just kind of started crying. And Yoli noticed, and he stopped what he was doing and, and walked over and flopped down on the ground next to me and held my hand. And he was like, don't worry, Mom, everything's going to be okay. I mean, I just needed him at that moment. And I think him just noticing and coming over and being that gentle, sweet kid that he that he is, made me be able to like carry on and say you know what you're right quit feeling sorry for myself and let's just figure it out she's my hero her ability to sacrifice and care for two people so deeply just really impacted my life and showed me the way that you should live and the way you should care for others and like i said there are times when things were really tough where money was tight where i didn't know what was going to happen next and at the end of the day none of that stuff mattered because there was the three of us. <laughs> and we were happy. And we had fun together. And we made it work. Basketball's always been my life. Actually, my first word was ball. So ball is life for me. It literally is. From a young age, I just knew it's what I wanted to do. I remember being in first, second grade, and the teacher would have you write down, you know, what do you want to do when you grow up? What's going to be your career? And I would always write NBA All-Star. And they would always tell you, you know, the classic, you know, pick something realistic. And I would just look at them as a seven, eight-year-old kid and be like, no, that's what I'm going to do. Well, what I remember most about Yo, early is how raw his emotions were. He was so passionate about winning, so passionate about uh, being good. He's a pretty excitable guy. His passion and his competitiveness, you know, at times will drive him to uh, launch a ball 25 feet in the air. He hasn't kicked one this year, but, you know, he's got a lot of passion for this game and really loves to be able to compete, you know, every single day. The way that he is as a player is not even close to how good he is as a person. When we met when he was 16, he wasn't that good at basketball. Like, I didn't even know who he was. Like, he wasn't Yoli Childs when we first started dating. Yoli Childs has this intrinsically felt faith that is absolutely contagious. Things go great. It's because for him and in his life, the way he reads it is because he's supposed to build on it. Things go wrong. There's always a reason. He believes 
And he, I've seen it happen over and over again. When something goes wrong, he's like, hey, there is something I'm supposed to learn for this and some way I'm going to grow. He is a growth mindset guy that has exceeded anybody's expectations already in his career. And he's about to show us even more things we can't believe. He's just so different from anyone that I've ever known. And just the way he presents himself and carries himself and like the way he lives and the things that he does is just so different. So he's just, I don't know, one of a kind. I don't know. She's my rock, you know. Uh, she's everything to me. And uh, just being with her calms me. She's kind of a balance in my life. And people really close to me will say the same thing, that uh, she just balances me really well. And no matter what I'm going through, like she's my person and she's the person that I need. When I had this stupid finger injury, I was super freaked out. I was looking at my bone and I was, I think I was in shock or something. I was in the training room and one of my teammates was in there with me and he's like, what do you need? Like, can I help you? Can I do anything? Five times in a row, I was like, get my phone. I need my wife. I think that just kind of speaks to, to what she does for me. She makes me realize that no matter what, everything's gonna be okay. If my life's going to crap, if basketball's going to crap, you know, no matter what's going on, uh, if everything else sucks, as long as me and her are good, like I'm good, life's great. Being his number one person is just because he's my number one person. And just being with him and getting to be around him and learn from him has honestly taught me a lot of how to be a better person and to just be there to support him and just love him unconditionally. I've had to make a lot of difficult decisions in my life. There've been big ones of what do I wanna do with my life? Where am I gonna go to college? Am I gonna go be a pro or am I gonna come back to college? Am I ready to get married? You know, there's big decisions like that, but I think the things that we don't focus on a lot are the big decisions that are day to day. Am I gonna treat people right today? Am I gonna hold the door open for someone today? Am I going to take the time to tell my wife I love her today and make her feel cherished and beautiful? You can't just let every day go by idly and uh, end up making good decisions on big decisions. I think it's about the little things that you do every single day. How do you quantify the amount of pride you feel um, for Yoli Childs? Uh, I, th I, think, I think I feel happy for all of us that we get to be represented by people like that. Right? He's just extraordinary. And, and kind of being in the day-to-day -day with him uh, for the last year, going through incredibly difficult uh, ordeals and conversations. And, you know, he made this incredible commitment to come back. You know, you think about the way he grew up and he turned down uh, incredible financial opportunities to come back here one more year to go fight with his teammates and because he loves this place so much. And then the suspension comes. And, and this, you know, it was interesting because uh, he talked me down on the suspension. Like, I was about to lose my mind and go burn down the NCAA. Don't <laughs> cut that. <laughs> and then, and then, with his, then with his finger... Uh, there were some, some moments where he needed some help being talked down. Uh, it was just too much. And, um, and then he said he was coming back here to do something special. And, and it, he, he, he came back here to do something special, and it's not even close to being done, but how could any of us sit in that gym and share that moment together on Saturday night and not believe that he came back to do something really, really special and see how this team's grown, and he certainly is a big part of the heart and soul of it, and it's just, it's fun, man. I mean, you know, we, we're all in this together, and we get to be represented by, by extraordinary uh, young people like that, and it just is, it's a beautiful thing. Okay, another extraordinary guy is coming up because coming up after the break, we'll visit with Alex Barcelo live in Studio C. This is BYU Basketball with Mark Pope.
straight to the right elbow. Hand off to Nixon. Back to AB. He's got the three. He takes it. He makes it. Drives to Connor. To Barcelo for a three. And that's good. He's been deadly lately. Another BYU rebound. Outlet Barcelo. Barcelo runs it right to the rim. Up and in. Driving lane score for AB. Well, this year's BYU basketball team led by a big three, but also by an AB. Indeed, Alex Barcelo has played as important a role as any other starter this year. And here's a player, really, his first season as a Cougar since coming up from Arizona. Please give a warm Studio C welcome to AB, Alex Barcelo. For a guy that didn't begin his career as a Cougar, you felt like one of the family for quite a while now. How do you feel about it all? Oh, unbelievably blessed. Um, it was a, a true honor to come here and, and to be a part of this uh, program and, and Cougar Nation. And I'm just so thankful that uh, the coaching staff had the confidence in me to, to come here and to be able to play how, how I've been playing. I've got to say right off the top, the mustache is coming yes, in a little that, bit. I was like, we, we got to go there right away. <laughs> I told Coach Short and Zach that I'd try it out. So we'll, we'll see how long it lasts. It. So what's your gut feeling right now? Is it going to stick around or not? Uh, probably not. <laughs> when did you uh, first become acquainted with AB's game? Uh, well, I actually had watched him as a, as a high school player on the circuit. And, and uh, at the time, I watched him like, man, I wish I could recruit a guy like that. This kid is unbelievable. He was two-time Arizona uh, Player of the Year. And you'd watch him in AU basketball, and he was the one guy on the court on all the courts that made beautiful sense of the game. Uh, he's such a cerebral player. He's an extraordinary passer. He's, he gets driving lines where he can't be knocked off every so tough and physical. And, you know, we've got to witness all that uh, here. It's been awesome. Uh, it, it's, uh, it was a really, really extraordinarily happy day when this dude jumped on board. <laughs> well, why did you decide that a change was right for you and to leave Arizona? And ultimately, why here? Um, I mean, I had dreams of playing beyond college uh, professionally, hopefully, and uh, there I just didn't see that I was going to get the opportunity to be able to accomplish that dream. Um, and, and so I just put my name in the transfer portal, and um, I was really looking for a team that could achieve something greater than just what one person could do individually, which uh, is what the goal that we have this year. And um, I just, like... Being on campus for my official visit with the guys, with the coaching staff, and just everything that they showed me that they were about, it just it really stuck out to me over any other school that I had visited. And uh, it's just something that, that drew me to this school. And, I mean, it's been proven every single day since I've been here. So I'm just uh, unbelievably blessed. You talk about every single day, and one of those days would have to include Saturday night. Does it get much better than what happened at the Marriott Center? I don't think so. Um, hopefully, I mean... As these weeks go on, it will be. But, um, man, that was an unbelievable crowd. And the energy that we had in that arena, it's, it's just something that uh, these guys have worked so hard for this entire season. One tell, of the great tell, – tell, you got to tell everybody about your finger in the postgame. Um, just like – No, so, so this is a story I heard secondhand that your finger was really hurting. It was. And so you're running in the mosh pit, giving everybody high fives, <laughs> oh, yeah. right? 
<laughs> I, I had the ice bag on me, and I was like, I was trying to give everyone high fives on both sides, and I could only give them one hint. Like, one high five, so I was like, going like this, <laughs> as fast as I could. <laughs> It's yeah. it's kind of a unique approach to the high five, but it's a, it's a matter, of, matter of necessity, right? Matter of necessity, yeah. you know. And and coach, we did, we saw a moment ago um, uh, the three he makes late in that game. One of the great things about AB, he doesn't have to score 18 or 20 to have a big impact in the game. He can make one shot, have it be huge, and then do a million other things to help you win. Yeah, and, and here's the thing about AB is is he's a big time scorer and he's 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 an extraordinary passer off ball screens. It's crazy. Uh, and, and the ball's not in his hands as much this year as it will be next year, um, which is going to be really special. But what he's done is he's changed us completely as a team on the defensive end. The show that he put on Thursday night and then Saturday night back-to-back controlling the dribble in transition was epic. Like, it just has changed our entire team. And then he's like the big shot maker. I mean, you guys all remember Utah State game when we were stuck and A.B. just drains that corner three to win the game. And then his shot in this game was just as big against Gonzaga. He's done it all season long. Uh, he's been such a special player for us. You're a big part of it, A.B. What's it like to be on the best three-point shooting team in America? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it, it's, it's huge, you know. Um, this, this whole team, one through five, can shoot the ball. And uh, we have unbelievable trust in each other to make, to make the shot. Um, so that's one thing that I like about this team is we're always looking to make the extra pass. Um, and, and that's just, I think, how the game of basketball should be played. And uh, it, it's a fun team to play on. During this win streak you guys are on, now eight straight and counting, uh, your girlfriend Zoe was a part of it. She got to enjoy a lot of it with you, right? She did. Yes, yeah, she did. And I was so happy that she could be there. Did she head back home? She did, yes. How many games did she spend with you all, home and away? Um, she got to spend four with us. So and They were all wins? They were, yes. So, so A.B. A- a- lost his mind at LMU, <laughs> like lost his mind. Six for six, six for eight from the three-point line, banged every shot. And I was like, what is going on? And then after the game, I saw Zoe walk. I'm like, that's what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing for you, A.B., before we go, and we got to go to break. Uh, if you could describe the brotherhood in this BYU locker room right now. Um. It's unbelievable. Um, you know, we, we're just a group of guys that love spending time with each other. Like last night, we were up in the annex at 7 o'clock watching The Bachelor together. Um, just, me- <laughs> just Sounds funny, but we were just messing around, having a good time, uh, everyone and their wives, and, and just enjoying time with each other, you know, because we really feel like this is a special team that we have, and uh, we're going we're gonna to live every, every single day knowing that and, and living, it, living up to that. We'll give you the final 30 seconds, Coach. No, uh, I just, um, you know, uh, A.B. put a lot of faith in all of us coming here and, um, and what he's done for us in this community, the way he represents, represents his university is just awesome. I'm glad that we all get to witness it together. And, and uh, we're excited, man, for this stretch run and what you're doing here. And, and of course, next year, we can't wait to. Yes, awesome. Thank Alex, you. thanks for being here, man. Thank you for having all me. All right, that is Alex Barcelo. Okay. We go to break. Here's this week's trivia question presented by the BYU Store. Which team did BYU play in its last NCAA tournament game? The answer next. Stay with us. Questions for Alex, guys. <laughs> we are back with trivia. Which team did BYU play in its last NCAA tournament game? The answer here is Ole Miss in the tourney of 2015. Well, with only one more regular season game to play, that means only one more show for us, which means after tonight, only one more chance to ask the always compelling question... What happened? <laughs> and we started off with, uh, well, yeah. Sometimes that happens. And, yeah, <laughs> Zach wasn't happy with himself. 
Yeah, he came back as the 20 as a result. Yeah, yeah. Now this is pretty epic. This was the half-court shot for 8,000 bucks and a little Marriott Center leap Saturday night in the Gonzaga game. He never broke stride. He knew it was in the whole time. Now, this is maybe the most compassionate reaction to an opponent air ball ever, but this happened Saturday night as well. The BYU bench, not a ton of sympathy there on the sideline, unfortunately. <laughs> now, this is just a great hustle sequence, right? And again, it involves Zach Selya stealing a ball while laying on the ground, and it ends up in, in, in a three-point shot. Big make at the time, and this is all about Zach just getting dirty. It's just beautiful. He's making plays every which way possible. I mean, this is... <laughs> It's just everything you got. It's awesome. And then we have double finger wags here from Zach and Colby Lee. <laughs> so Colby Lee Sunday morning tweeted out, I woke up this morning feeling, feeling dangerous. dangerous. <laughs> if you know it's- Colby Lee, that is such a transformation. It's so beautiful. <laughs> All right. And... Uh, I think this is going to bring us the sequence that ends up with uh, Jake Toulson taking a free throw he shouldn't have taken. Let's find the opponent as well on that. <laughs> when, when in reality, Zach was the guy, and you know what? He goes and knocks him down. That was good stuff. Yeah. He just goes and does his thing. And then uh, I think we're going to see, yeah, this is, uh, this is getting ready to court story. <laughs> <laughs> not quite ready to rush the floor. If it was any other school, I would say he had been drinking, but not here. <laughs> uh, that's good. Well, I'll tell you, uh, we've got literally 30 seconds left to say probably thanks to all these folks, and, uh, and let's get ready for one more regular season game, right? Yeah, let's keep this train rolling, guys, and sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, you guys make all the difference. The fact that we, I say it over and over, that we get to do this together, that you guys are sharing this with these young men, they were all kind of representing this great university. It's pretty special. So thank you so much from all of us. All right. Go Cougs. We'll see you next week. Thanks for being with us.